0: Hello. Hello. Have you, you just counted down like Freddie from iCarly.
1: <laughs> I love iCarly.
0: iCarly is back and it is actually so good. Take it from us professional comedians. It's actually very, very funny. Yeah. When, like really funny.
1: When I heard that they like were bringing it back, I was like, they're all adults. It's going to be really awkward and like cringey. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it's actually really funny. I highly yeah. recommend it.
0: For real, that's everyone's fear because so many shows have been coming back, and when they do, it's not good. It's, like, always so cringy and out of out of space and time. Like, it just, like, doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. it just is trying too hard to and be, I, like, I, this century, and it's weird.
1: Yes. I think it's, like, a mix of, it, like, they're trying to mix two things that don't really make sense, which is the older characters, but they still act too much like when they were young and which is funny because I think the new iCarly it's very much still the same characters but they're all adults Mm -hmm. and they actually I think it's really it was a really smart idea to allow them to have more adult content
0: yeah and it's like they drink alcohol you know yes
1: um they're talking about like did they talk about hooking up or something like that I'm not sure she like really was into that guy but
0: they haven't know. talked necessarily about sex, but they—it it is really adult themes, and it's honest. It's, like, it's genuine to what adults really struggle with. Like, it's really funny. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it other than they n- hit the nail on, on the mark mm-hmm. about how adults be. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all trying our best, but we all fuck up, and, like, it's just really good. Like It's mm-hmm. exactly what a sitcom should be. It's, it's honest, and it's funny. It's campy it is you have to
1: suspend your reality a little bit but yeah like that's the whole point
0: (laughs) it's so perfect I'm so glad there's at least one sitcom like it's probably the only sitcom I'll ever watch because a lot of them are not good anymore or like the newer ones like no one has been able to make some that are really funny and so I'm really happy that it's actually good because no other show needed to be ruined so right
1: and that gives me a little bit hope because there are some things coming up that I'm like, please, Heather's back. She's back with a vengeance, baby. <laughs> like Hocus Pocus for example. Mm-hmm. Like don't ruin that. Leave no, it. Leave it intact. Leave it.
0: Let's leave it. Yeah.
1: But what if like they hit it on the head like like Icarly? Because last night we were watching it and I was like, I feel so much comfort watching this right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously I liked all the characters when I used to watch it on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And, like, just to see an update on their life is, like, really cute. Right. I kept
0: <laughs> thinking to myself, holy shit, I'm watching iCarly right now. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Like, I want an update for every show that's ever ended that I've been sad about. Yeah. For example, like, Skins, when I finished Skins. Or, I never finished Lost.
0: Right. Like, Right.
1: Like, if I'm obsessed with a show, it really takes me a long time to watch the final episode because I just can't let go of all the characters. And, like, what does that say about my mental health? Who knows?
0: <laughs> what does that say about my, your attachment? My
1: sanity? Who knows?
0: <laughs> what does it say about your attachment style? Who knows? <laughs> Heather. The out there. We're going to have to put Heather away. So, you guys, um, we did not post last week. And that was plainly because we were just a little bit too busy. And that's just how it went down. Mm-hmm. And I was going to make a post um, just announcing it. And my sister was very adamant about it. And I was too, like, when she com- she convinced me, I was like, you're right. Like, you know, like, it's just we were just trying to look at it from the perspective of a listener, um, how we listen to podcasts like we just want updates. Truly, the reason why I didn't is because, I, for me, I couldn't think of a way to, like, basically, aesthetically make a story post. Like, I couldn't. To put text on a story made me almost cringe. (laughs) I don't know why. And that's my fault. I take full responsibility because I should have asked my sister or gotten over it. (laughs) But that's really what happened. And I'm just glad we're back because guess what? We have tea like i know we say this but like we're only talking about things that have happened to us in the past like two weeks like we're only talking about i don't know and that
1: was the (laughs) trade-off and that was the trade-off right like we were both like "Ooh, when are we gonna record we have so much stuff to do but then we both were like you know what okay let's um do what we gotta do and that's mm-hmm. more content for the podcast in the end, you know. 100%. And so here we are, and um, get your teacups ready, ladies. Yes. Okay. Well, not just the ladies, the men, and the days. Everybody's invited.
0: Everyone. Let's get into it because we have a lot to say. Seriously. Okay.
1: <laughs> let's. I, I think I know what you want to start with. Uh,
0: you know, you know. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> not. Not that it's like i care about this i'm it's just that we are definitely talking about this yeah like right
1: this the, the, the is the one thing that i was like i really want to talk about this on the podcast yeah and when it
0: happened yeah. we both deep down knew this is going to be mentioned on the podcast because this is funny yeah <laughs> so uh, why don't you start off okay but roll the intro music oh right we're back we're back okay so my sister and i went out <laughs> and that's how this started is. this is how this story is starting so we went out we went to a lesbian bar we were so we haven't gone out together yet so we were just like playing everything by ear just trying to find a good vibe we ended up at this lesbian bar and we walk in we go to the bathroom line because obviously we had been drinking before we got there
1: we literally were in line to get into the bar and once we got into the bar we went we got in
0: line to go to the bathroom yeah there's like this really funny like meme about how like what going to the bar really is like you're just in a bunch of lines it's like you're just like awkwardly standing waiting and shit um that was us so we stood into the, the we stepped into this other line and right behind us these, this girl started talking to us, and she was so cute, so sweet, like, just being really friendly, just telling us, like, oh, I, I like your makeup, or I like, I forgot what she told you, I don't remember what exactly she said, but she was basically just, like, being very, like, complimenting us and being very sweet, and so we were talking the whole time in line, and we really, like, enjoyed her company, and she was with two other girls, and, you know, we just really felt safe with them so um after we went to the bathroom they were like we should like come let's go to the dance floor like you know like we were planning to like kind of just vibe for the night together mm-hmm. yeah and so then um basically we ended up meeting these two other guys mm-hmm.
1: this once we got to the dance floor we bumped into these two boys that were dancing together and they looked like a good time so we start we joined them
0: yeah but they were with that group with the girl. we
1: didn't know until we were up there. What do you mean? I w- we didn't know that they were together. I didn't know that.
0: I knew... I thought the second we, we, f- we went to the dance floor and we met up with the girls that they introduced us. That was just my memory, though.
1: Well, yeah, there was a lot of substances involved. Exactly. <laughs> so, who knows? So, who, who knows?
0: But the point being that these two guys, whatever, we met them, they introduced us, and... They were really hot, both of them. That was my initial thought, was like, wow, these guys are hot, but we one were... The,
1: so, um, I want to describe them, just, okay. for, you know, uh,
0: optics, you know. Of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, my voice is going out, and I have a cough, so excuse me. Um, One of them was really tall, I would say, like, 6'2".
0: Ooh!
1: Um, with a beard, curly hair, and brown eyes. And the other one was around, like, 5'10", I would say.
0: No, 5'8" because i'm 5 oh. 8 he was like my height
1: <laughs> oh okay so he was your height um hispanic slender um really, really
0: chiseled face yes i was just like, about to
1: say really defined <laughs> jawline mm-hmm. um and when i saw the one the tall one with the curly hair the beard and the brown eyes i was like it's over it's over my sister's gonna go for that oh i knew i just knew
0: over for them <laughs>
1: I mean, it's over for everybody involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's over for everyone because obviously we're talking two about hot it. people find each I mean, other at a bar, and there's only one thing left to do. I mean, what what else is left to do when there's two really fucking hot tall people? <laughs> right. So so they introduce us, whatever, and then when they start immediately when they start talking to us, the first thing the tall guy tells me is. This is my fiance, and I and I'm like, oh cool, like we're in the gayest part of town. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes every I don't care. Like it makes well, sense. It's like fa- okay. Yeah, like he's like he I love said that. it
1: in a joking way, and I thought the same exact thing. Like we're in a gay bar in hillcrest in San Diego. Like you telling me that they're your fiance is completely normal. Yeah, and I and I didn't and, take it at all as a joking way. I didn't honestly, see even
0: him that he was saying it in a joking way.
1: Right, like, we both were like, oh, okay, work, yeah. like, we love gay people. But you said you saw it
0: in a joking way?
1: <laughs> um, well, I feel like he started laughing when he was telling me. Oh, okay. But, but that was outside, so, I don't know. He we, told you outside? Yeah, I didn't know that, that the oh. tall one had said it. I oh, it was because I the guess they, one. okay. Because when we were outside, the shorter one was the one that said it. Okay, so I get it now, because
0: basically, the tall one had told me at a separate time from my sister, so they told me when I met them, Mm -hmm. but then later on when, like, we all went outside to talk more, um, I guess that's when they told you. Right. Yeah. And I
1: was confused, because I was like, it sounds like you're joking, but, like, that's not really a joke, because we're in a club, a gay club, right, but I'm also bisexual, so, that doesn't strike me as abnormal.
0: No, not at you all. You know, like,
1: anywhere in the world that I am, if you tell me
0: that you're married to a same-sex person, like, work, you know? Exactly. I would never... Basically, let's move on be- to explain what the fuck happened, because I'm sure everyone's confused. <laughs> we're like, just as we much as we are, we're out. confused, bitch. So, they tell me that, whatever. And then he's like, just kidding, we're just best friends. We like to fuck around and say that. We just like to joke around. And in my head, I'm like... How is that a joke? But OK, go off Kings, I guess. Right. Like that makes OK, whatever, I guess. And so then whatever I, um, we separate, we're dancing, whatever. Um, I, we end up just being with the girl who first started talking to us. And um, I asked her, I'm like, are your friends really straight? Like, are they straight? Like, I already knew I had to ask because it was just really weird the way they came off about their sexuality. And so then she says, yeah. And I'm like, and also I found out that she had just met them like a week ago at a party or something. So she know, you know, she doesn't know them that long. But she was like, yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to kiss one of them. Because to me, they didn't seem attached to anyone. I didn't think they were, they came with anyone. And she was like, no, you should. And she was genuine about it. And I said, which one's the the nicer one? And she said, the taller guy.
1: I just want to say that I was there for that. And I can tell you exactly where we were in the ba- We were in the bathroom. And I just want to clarify, because we were, like, washing our hands, you know? I want to clarify, you said specifically the tall one. You said, I kind of want to kiss him. And, and Oh, my God, wait. Yes. When we were in the bathroom? Yes. I don't remember this. This is weird. N- that's exactly when it happened. We were washing our hands. And I know that because, like, I was, like, laughing yeah. in my head because you were like, I want to kiss him. And I was just like,
0: <laughs> that's hilarious like, um, that she's telling her that. I can't believe I don't remember this. Because this time I'm talking about was at the bar. But that... I
1: think it happens two separate times. Like, no, that's on, what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying I think it's funny. I can't remember that time. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: so I just wanted to clarify that because she told you, go for it. And the reason I remember that so clearly is because she looked completely sincere when she said it
0: now. For sure. I was like, which one's the nicer one? She said the, t- the, the tall guy. And I was like, okay, cool. I already thought he was cuter. I mean... This is what I honestly felt. I felt like the shorter one had a face I was more attracted to, but I like height. I like to feel like a baby. Ah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I told them that, too, and they started laughing. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. The the girls, by the way, they were all water signs, so they understood. They understood. (laughs) And he was really hot, like, you know, but to be honest, I was like, if the other one would have been taller, you know. But anyway, literally the the se- the at the same time when I asked her which one's the nicer one, when we were done talk like like a bee had skipped and we see him and she's like, Come over here like she calls his name, she's like, Come over here He comes over, he's like, What? I'm going to the bathroom and I forget what she's told him. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Because whatever they're talking and then I look at him because he's standing right between me and that girl and I'm like, just so you know when you come back I'm gonna kiss you And he's like wait, what? And and he gets closer to me. I'm like, when you get back, I'm going to kiss you. And he's like, I can see he's getting like all nervous, which is good. But I also can tell looking back now why he was nervous. So anyway, he's like, he like gets nervous. He walks away. He goes to the bathroom. And then later we end up finding each other. And we're all just outside talking like, so yeah, we, we went to the patio to get fresh air.
1: That's when The shorter one was, like, making jokes about them being fiancés, whatever. I was talking Mm -hmm. to, like, the group of girls and the shorter dude when I saw from the corner of my eye that you guys were making out. (laughs) Yeah, so... And the shorter one was like, this? And he, like, he pointed at my sister and the guy making out. And he said, this is confusing. (laughs) And I looked at him, like, that's two people making out. What's so confusing about that? (laughs) But it'll make sense later
0: yes so I'm having like a good conversation with this guy I really liked flirting with this guy he was really pushing like my jokes further along like he would go along with my jokes and I really enjoyed that um and I just would like to say that before he even spoke to me like before we really had a conversation I just looked at him and I was like are you a Libra and he was like yeah he's like did did someone tell you or I was like no, I can just guess, like, I'm psychic, like, <laughs> get used mm-hmm. to it, buddy, because he just had the most Libra energy, bro, like, so a lot of fuckboys, I feel like, are Libras, so I got that energy from him a little bit, and so that's why he was really good at continuing my jokes, because we're both air signs, he was just really quick and witty, and whatever, we were talking, making out, flirting, and then he tells me, like, so I actually came with someone... And I actually feel really bad that, because I came with them, but I'm, like, really into you. And I'm going to say that again because I don't – that's not where – I'm saying it backwards. So, whatever. Me and this guy are talking. Someone who kept showing up to our conversation was the other guy. He just, like, kept standing between us and popping up, which is fine. But it just, like, looking back, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, while the the taller one was talking to my sister, like, he was talking to other people – The shorter one starts talking to me, so, like, it's, like, private conversation, like, no one can hear us. He's pointing to the taller guy, he's like, he came with someone, he came with a girl. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, but he doesn't like her. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then he just keeps talking about the taller guy, and he's like, yeah, this guy, like, his parents wanted to pay him to marry his last girlfriend. And I'm just like, why? And then I look at him, and I'm like, is it because they don't want him to be gay? and he's he starts nodding there you go yeah and i'm like i'm just like listening right i just met these people i'm like okay these people are just coming up to me telling me these things even though i don't feel like it's appropriate like for him to be saying anything about someone else like that but i was we were drunk like who cares like i wasn't thinking about it that much but looking back i'm like that was so rude of him Well, like you shouldn't
1: out anybody ever
0: exactly and you know what what i think it was he could tell that the tall guy liked me, so he kind of wanted me to be turned off it by seemed his to situation. Me like he,
1: it did seem to me like the shorter one was trying to sabotage it.
0: And, yeah.
1: And because of his reaction of being like, this is confusing, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's so random. And they're the ones who pointed it out more, like, because I saw from the corner of my eye you guys were making out, but like, I'm not really interested in seeing my baby sister making out with the guy, you know? He- so I'm like, focused in the conversation, and then they're like, pointing at
0: you guys. You know,
1: so it was it was just like why are you Who cares? Doing this? Like shut yeah. up.
0: <laughs> exactly, like who cares? What like, is the point? Why are you so shocked people are making out at a bar? Like that's so I don't know, it just it's just weird and like that's I think when we start to feel like the vibe is off. Yeah. Like something's up with this group. Like yeah. you know. <laughs> and let me tell you, we are Telling the story from a place of understanding now. We did not understand what the fuck was going on in the moment. But we weren't necessarily confused. We were just going along with everything and, like, whatever. Um, So then we're together basically the whole night, me and the tall guy. And so we go dance and whatever. And then the shorter one starts dancing with me. And he tells me that he wants to steal me from the tall guy. Like I'm an object. Oh, my God. And... I start rolling my eyes so hard because the the shorter one is like dancing with me. He's like, I'm going to steal you. I'm going to steal you. And I'm just rolling my eyes at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Like, what's going on? Like, what do you mean you're going to steal me? And so then I tell him, by the way, the shorter one was really drunk. He was really drunk. And I tell him, can I tell him what you're telling me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're friends, right? So you're like,
1: oh, okay, word. Let me tell your friend that you're telling me
0: this. Well, I'm like, if you're being shady and you tell me no. Just confirm, I'm putting a mirror to your face. Like, you're being shady. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he understood what I said when I said, can I tell him? But I immediately go to the taller guy and I'm, like, dancing with him. And then I tell him, like, he's telling me that he's going to steal me from you. Like, I'm an object. And he really can't hear me. So then I keep saying it. But then I'm, like, you know. And then he starts saying something like, do you want to kiss him? Or something like that. And I'm just, like, what the heck is going on right now? So, I grab the tall guy I pull him outside so we can actually have a conversation about this because I'm confused and then he's like I mean you can kiss him if you want like he's like telling me and I'm like I know that but at the same time (laughs) like I I, like I didn't know what to say so I was just like well I told him I like you and then he starts talking about the girl he came with Mm -hmm. and he's like you know I came with this girl and I just feel so bad if I would have come alone with my friends like I would be all over you and I'm just like Okay, I don't know how to respond to that. But uh, what I did tell him was it's like I don't know what's going on, but like you're going to have to choose. Like I think just like be clear about
1: what you want. Yeah. Because you are making out with me, yeah, and dancing with me and then and I'm tol- talking about this other girl.
0: Yeah, and I, and I told him how them, bad you feel about it. Yeah. And I told him what that I didn't want anything serious. So that wasn't a problem. It's just like obviously I'm not going to want you to with two girls in one night you know like for tonight you're gonna have to fucking choose right because i definitely didn't want anything serious with this guy so he keeps being like yeah like i don't know and so i'm like okay whatever like i really don't care i don't have to make out with anyone like you can simply go back to her and i wouldn't care it was just really annoying because i was like what are you even telling me though like what do you you know and so we're talking about this and then guess who shows up again the shorter guy oh my god he interrupts us and like is trying to get us to go back to the dance floor like he's literally trying so hard
1: to, to stop this <laughs> yeah
0: and so then we go back to the dance floor and i'm just dancing i'm i'm not focused on whatever's going on like i'm just vibing and then i see that the taller guy is, is talking to the girl that he came with which by the way oh my god i didn't we didn't make this clear but the girl he came with was the one that started talking to us in the bathroom line. Apparently, that was the girl he came with. And so they are talking. And then she like looks at me. She's like, come here, come here, come here. When, when they're both standing there, I'm like, OK, so I go. She's like, I literally do not care. You guys can like kiss or whatever, which I'm sorry if this is a little backwards. Like we're, I'm back, you know, like I'm not telling the story in order, but we were drunk. But I had asked her already right after we made out. And, I, and he told me that he came with someone and that, and he told me it was her, the girl that we met in the bathroom. The second I saw her, I pulled her aside immediately and I started talking to her, uh, separate from him uh, on purpose because men are fucking disgusting and they'll lie and they'll, I don't know, I don't know, but I just didn't want him around obviously. Like that's how I know I'll get the honest truth. I talked to her and I'm like, I didn't know you came with him, but like, I don't want, like if you're with him, I don't want to be like, I, I don't want this to get in the way of whatever is going on with us like you know like I basically told her I don't care about him I want us to be okay you know like you let me know and she told me like no 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 like no I literally please like I don't care like you're so sweet like I really don't care like you're so sweet for asking me but like I don't care like you can hook up with him like I don't care and I was like okay cool which right before the shorter guy interrupt us again. I ha- that was part of what I told him was well she told me it was okay and we just kind of have to take her word for it. And so the fact that he was still like I don't know, I don't know was like okay, so I feel like you're choosing. Like or like you're not being honest because something is holding you back still when she obviously said it was okay. And so when she pulls me over she's like it's okay, it's okay. She looks at him, tells him it's okay. She's like I want you guys to kiss right now. And so then we do. And then she kisses both of us (laughs) and she's she's like no you guys like like have fun blah 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 and so then me me and the tall guy keep dancing the whole night and we keep kissing like we Mm -hmm. go off about our night whatever and looking back I realized that really what was going on the reason he couldn't choose was because that girl wasn't the one he was worried about about like her seeing me Mm -hmm. yeah with him or upsetting her it was the other guy right and then so
1: fuck so then we start to piece (laughs) the things together and this is a couple days after because like that was a mind fuck (laughs) because after you guys stopped dancing I mean we all were like oh no I mean the bar closed it was like two in the morning Mm -hmm. so we went out to like order our lift and I just see them all crossing the street and like yeah without I, saying a single thing to us and we, we like we spent the whole night with them yeah like the moment we stepped foot into that bar so it did seem a little bit like rude um uh, i really <laughs> thought
0: it was rude like, not not like oh my god blah blah blah, but just like okay like it yeah. just felt like that's weird yes
1: so th- we were kind of talking about it for a while my theory is that not only is he gay
0: but i think she's gay too more gay than they're giving off, then they will allow themselves to yeah. to, to be honest with themselves. So about. I think
1: everybody was gay, but no one was, <laughs> like, being very <laughs> straightforward about, like, what they were looking for. Because, I mean, if the girl wanted him to, for you guys to make out, like, it's possible she's into, like, polyamory or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, like, weird to go about it like that. And then, like, the guy... Which guy? um, The tall guy. hmm They're the ones who... According to your story, which I didn't hear, but I believe you, obviously. He's the one that told you that he was with the shorter guy, that they were a couple. Yeah. That they, he was their fiance. So that's funny. And then the fact that the shorter one was uncomfortable with you guys making out. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they went out of their way to tell you that the tall one, that their parents wanted to marry them off. Or wanted to pay them to get married.
0: Yeah, like he just kept telling me things about the tall guy. Like he, the whole night he was just talking about the tall guy.
1: Yeah. So like, uh, that sounds pretty, uh, gay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which is great. Like I love, like that's, I mean that's the whole point. We went to that bar. Yeah. But it was just interesting that like, um, they were making it about the girl when in reality I'm pretty sure it was about the guy
0: i definitely think think it was about the guy
1: i think they're together i think they're just um hiding it
0: yeah i think they're really into each other and then i think the girl was into you yeah i think so too keep
1: in mind too like every one of them was 22 i'm 27 my sister's 22 and then that whole group everybody was 22 we do have to keep in mind that they're young and haven't explored enough and you know who are we
0: to say like you have to have your shit figured out exactly but it's just like if you don't have your shit figured out maybe don't include other people like other people you don't know yeah yeah
1: that that was and like the fact that he didn't even say bye you know yeah
0: from that moment on i was like well he made his choice he chose her because he went with her which is so funny because of everything i was hearing that night was like he doesn't like her and like you know, I could tell he didn't like her from the way he was talking to me. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, like, if I came alone, I would have been all over you. But you still chose her because she's a safe beard to have. And oh, Whereas I'm a very direct person yeah. from this. He was tell them what happened when I pulled her aside. When he saw that I pulled the girl aside, he was shaking in his boots. So my sister <coughs> forgot. But oh, you mean when
1: when you pulled her aside, he didn't say anything. He just looked at me like surprised that that you pulled her aside right away Mm -hmm. and I told him yep that's my sister she's very direct and he said I can see that yeah
0: (laughs) I'm if I'm anything I'm fucking direct I mean and I
1: think that's why sorry go ahead
0: it's okay I think that's what scared him because I mean I did two very I guess direct things which were I told him I wanted to kiss him or that I was gonna kiss him and then I pulled her aside. Like, he knew I wasn't fucking around. He knew I, that's just who I am, how I am. Like Right.
1: So I want to touch back on that in a second. But I do want to say that I think that's why it bothered us so much. Because all we ask is for clarity. Yeah. And, and like, being straightforward, you know? That's all like, I ask for. It's not about him choosing her. It's about the way he chose her. Yes. All he had to do was tell you, like, I'm with her, you know, I'm not interested.
0: I really like you, but I think I'm going to stick with her. Or he didn't like you, he could have said
1: that too. Whatever. He was hesitant, but he was still flirting with you and kissing you and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like mixed messages. Um, And then the way that he chose or made his decision was by ignoring you. Um,
0: yeah, by like just leaving me.
1: Yeah, which is really fucked up.
0: And also something else he told. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Another thing he told me. When he was telling me like if I came by myself I would be all over you he told me like I want to take you out this week, like I I really want to like take you out da 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 and we had already exchanged or he had followed me on Instagram by that point and <laughs> and I didn't follow him back when he left when he I, and I think that's when totally he valid, like the reason yeah. I didn't follow him back is because he didn't say bye
1: yeah because why even entertain that energy like, yeah no
0: I don't the second. You don't do that to me. I don't care. For me, like, that basically crossed the boundary. I just didn't like that, basically. So I don't want to give my energy to anyone who would do something I don't like that quick. Like, I just met you and you already kind of did something that was annoying. So I don't want to give you any of my energy. Like, I was literally done with him. The Like, I was not going to follow him back. I'm keeping you away from me. Like, I'm not following you back. Yeah. Like, figure your shit out.
1: <laughs> yeah. And... I think you are spot on on the fact that you said that you being direct is basically what pushed him away mm-hmm. because if he is indeed in the closet and hiding it, someone whose parents is willing to pay him money to to marry a woman, like, I can't even imagine what's going on inside, you know? Yeah. All the self-loathing. He's probably miserable and... To pursue someone like you, who's very direct and knows knows what they want, and is confident in their sexuality, you know, and knows how to communicate. In comparison to him, anyway, I know we struggle with that, but like in comparison to him, you know how to communicate. He's obviously gonna go for the person who's also confused. Mm -hmm. I got those vibes from the girl. Like I really felt like she liked you and was like talking to you and the whole thing was so funny because i felt like they both liked you but they came together yeah you know <laughs> it was like is this a sitcom like what's happening
0: <laughs> i know um but they both weren't or the girl wasn't saying it no um she was and they reserved and yeah.
1: that's the that's also what makes me think he would prefer someone like her you know mm-hmm. because if she is a beard for him then he doesn't really need to like be afraid of being called out on his bullshit or like Having to be vulnerable with someone who is willing to be vulnerable
0: and open. Exactly. Exactly. So she was the easier route. From what I felt, like he was more into the guy that was there. That was his best friend. You're not into anyone else but this guy right now. And so like, I don't know, but. Okay, overall, I just feel like he was very intimidated by me. He was even telling me things like, you're an amazing woman. Like, you're amazing. I was like, I know. Like, he was hyping me up and all that, blah, 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 blah. And he was telling me, like, you know, I meet so many sorority girls and they're just so basic. Basically telling me that, like, I'm the complete opposite. So I just feel like, in general, I intimidated him. He had just, like, had never gotten a girl, like, that's as so special and confident like me. And again, like,
1: honestly, if we look at it from a macro lens, I went to college just
0: so. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not I just mean I'm proud of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if we look at it from like a zoomed out lens, like very like from a social perspective, men are not used to women being forward, you know? Men are like we talked about this last time. They're taught to go after what they want, and women are just supposed to wait around until someone likes them yeah. and wants to kiss them and, you know. So, yeah. it was probably a very eye-opening experience for him yeah. to meet someone like you. And you kissed you kissed her in front
0: of him, too, right? Yeah, and kind I think, of. I mean, she kissed me in front of him. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't know if that really makes a difference, but you were willing to kiss her and you right. he kissed, and maybe it'll help him understand that, like, you don't need to be so rigid with labels and, like, your sexuality. And it that always makes me sad because the odds are against queer people Uh, of course we know that but like even within the queer community there's so many labels you know yeah which are helpful to some to really be very specific about them their identity and for some it can be really difficult because they don't know and so I hope that if anything this experience helped them see that like there is a spectrum you know you don't have to and and it's probably hard for him to see that because his parents are clearly have an agenda for him which is really sad
0: yeah it's it's overall just like we just feel honestly sad like it's it's just unfortunate that people can't be themselves yeah and it just reminds me how lucky i feel to be supported about my sexuality um because not everyone has that and so we've never blamed them for being confused or like you know, like that must be hard for them. Yeah, it was just like the way we w- we were we were involved with them wasn't pleasing for us. Well, and it w- and it
1: doesn't excuse being rude and hurtful.
0: Yeah, like I don't care about your sexual. <laughs> like I understand you're you're struggling, sir, but you didn't say bye to me. That's plain and polite, and that's why I didn't follow him back right or want anything to do with him simply because he didn't say bye that's the only thing that really made me really turned off by him even though maybe looking back maybe i would have been more turned off like once i realized what was really going on i probably would have been more turned off by him but i was still willing to go out with him and make out with him like Mm -hmm. because i didn't care i was gonna i just want to make out with this guy i don't want anything serious with this guy he was really hot like exactly so really what turned me off was just his impoliteness so yeah you're right. And I
1: think that's enough. When you first meet someone and they show you who they are, believe them.
0: Exactly. You have to accept people as they come and you can't wait on potential just because he was nice to me the rest of the night. Like, if anything, I thought he was full of shit. Like when men are like that, I feel like they're always full of shit. So I didn't even trust him. But I'm
1: Leaning on potential <sighs> is good when you're first getting to know somebody. Yeah. But if you're if you find yourself making excuses for their behavior that's a red flag you know yes because like potential just means that you don't really know who they are yet but it's going well but if they do something and then you're like um you're finding yourself explaining their behavior so that you don't feel triggered by their behavior (laughs) that's a red flag because like triggers are signs mind you sometimes triggers are just your problem you know your trauma and like all that stuff but that's why you have to be aware of them because sometimes it's an actual red flag <laughs> of like something that is a problem that you might not like about them mm-hmm, you know yeah because it's so easy to like be like but I really like them and like they probably didn't mean it like that and they were just having a bad day and uh, you know and then 3 years later you're living with them and you hate each other and that's not a real story <laughs> you know? yeah i'm not talking about experience at all
0: (laughs) oh anyways um but wishing them well um i'm really proud of myself because i'm really walking the walk because i've worked really hard on myself and like yeah i'm never ever ever again going to accept the bare minimum from anyone i don't care i really don't care you're not like i'll go find another hot person like Hot people exist all the time. If all I want to do is make out with you, I'm not going to stick in this mess. I'm going to go find someone else that's hot. Like, Mm -hmm. I, damn, I feel like every girl should feel that way. Absolutely.
1: Like I feel like a lot
0: of girls feel like they won't have that many opportunities or whatever. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because we're just told to sit around and wait.
0: Yeah, but don't do that. No. Lead by example. I mean, girl, I made out with four people (laughs) since then you know like in don't the past wait three around weeks I'm just, yeah. <laughs> More I, or just and i'm telling you because like i don't want girls to think that like it has to be up to the other person in order for you to make out with someone or like you know what i mean like you can go out and have that intention and be you just have to work on your confidence in order to get what you want if you just want to make out with people then you can ask for that as a woman mm-hmm. it's like you know it's possible
1: and by working on your confidence what that really means is getting to know yourself. Number 1, number 2, loving
0: yourself. Respecting yourself, having compassion for yourself, that's loving yourself. Yes. Um
1: and you can't love yourself if you don't know who you are. Yes. So you need solitude to really um find out like what what am I into? Like what are my quirks? What what makes me so special? Yes. Because for me, I never heard growing up what made me special, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I I wasn't validated in the way that I needed in the sense that I needed to be seen and recognized for, like, the things that are really unique to me. Yeah. So growing up, I never even knew that I was special.
0: No, you were never told you're you're so patient you're so kind to people like we were always um valued for what we did not for who we were as as children that was never valued if we cleaned the room that's when the only time we got praise Mm -hmm. you know if we were smiling and being
1: nice that's when we were praised if we were having a bad day and we were sad
0: or acting out as children do right don't be a you're You're being naughty. You're Mm -hmm. you're you're not. No, te estás portando bien. Like you're not being good right now.
1: Uh, And that's a great way to put it. You're not being good right now. Mm -hmm. Because when your parent is looking at you in the eyes and says you're a bad kid, yeah, that fucks you up.
0: Yeah, because because you're acting out, and then they tell you you're being bad. Acting out is bad. Of trying to understand what you're feeling, instead of so then you pointing
1: out like your behavior is a sign of something,
0: yeah, and something that's going on inside,
1: what is happening? Talk to me, you know,
0: and that's so like then you think being sad is bad or having a bad day is being a bad person, that you shouldn't do that, that you should shove those feelings down, you shouldn't let it come out mm-hmm. um, externally, you shouldn't express problem. it, <laughs> yeah,
1: deal with it in private, but when you're with other people you have to be smiling or when you're with me you as your mom
0: <laughs> yeah because my our mom couldn't figure that out for herself how to deal with her own bad days and whatever her negative which i don't think any feeling is negative every feeling is necessary but what people call um not so pleasant experience when you're you know like a negative emotion i mean she didn't want us to bring it up to her right. she could barely deal with deal with her own shit right so she didn't care she didn't care if when we were acting out she didn't care if we were having a a bad day or if we were sad um if i i remember times when i would express it to her so like not even me acting out like of course when i acted out there was no way i was gonna get anything from my mom you know other than
1: yelling or exactly threatening.
0: Mm-hmm. um yeah stop crying why are you crying if you keep crying, I'm gonna give you a reason to cry. I'm gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. My mom always tells me I never hit you, but she always threatened to hit me, which is just as bad. You're using fear in order to control your children. It didn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm scarred by that. The fact that she always threatened to hit me, even if she didn't hit me, mm-hmm. the, you know. So, but yeah, when I would tell her directly, like I feel sad about this, da da da, I wouldn't get. I felt like she was so numb. Like she didn't tell me anything. Like she wouldn't respond. Like Basically, I thought she just didn't care when really it was just like she was so numb. She didn't know how to help me.
1: She was dealing with her mental health issues the way that she knew how, which is shutting down, disassociating and just kind of like succumbing to the to the spiral. Right. Yeah. Where in the present moment, what she needed to do was be present with her children. Now, I say that, but I also have a lot of compassion. Like it's a lot to ask from somebody. You know what is to be the perfect parent when you're like an immigrant low income were abused your whole life. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be upset. But I'm just saying that's exactly why she couldn't be there for us because she was dealing with all of those issues. at the Same time as being a parent.
0: It just makes me really angry because I get it. Immigrant parents have had a traumatic life but the children of immigrant parents never asked to fucking be born like it just is such a a selfish i feel like you feel like it's a people, cop out it's a cop out people like my mom had children in order to f- to think cuz they thought it was going to fulfill and fix them and it was all about them when they didn't realize i don't even have a stable job i don't even have i don't even have documentation in this new country but she still decided to have me it just feels so i i understand the trauma of an immigrant parent, but I just have more compassion for the children because it's just like, so much is expected of immigrant children emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like you're supposed to fulfill something for that person. And I just, you know, knowing firsthand how that feels, it's just like, it feels really selfish to me.
1: It's really, really painful because they sacrificed their home country you know, their stability and everything to come here and work and do all this stuff. So then, hearing that growing up, you're always told, like, we sacrificed everything. We did all this for you. It's a common thing that Im- kids of immigrants hear, you know, because it's true. It's true that they sacrificed everything. It's true that they came to this country and that they have to work from sun up to sun down to make ends meet. And so, what they expect from us is to go to college and be something, quote unquote, better than them and even though that's valid it's extremely harmful because like you said and i can see that you're really upset by it because you're not allowed or you're, you're not really given ch- any choice in the matter
0: exactly like
1: they they assume that because they chose to leave their country and come here and start anew and everything that we owe them
0: our lives which is a disgusting thing to do I never asked to be born, you know? Like, it's just so much pressure, so much pressure when, like, you're living for this other person because they gave up their life for you. I never asked you to give up your life for me. If you gave up whatever or whatever, like, came here, like, that should have been for you, don't place that on me. Mm -hmm. I'm a fucking 10-year-old. I'm an Mm 8-year-old. Like, the fact that they would actually tell us this as kids is Mm -hmm. so alarming and, like, scary. There's
1: so much toxicity and. in that type of dynamic and like we are first generation americans but so i don't want to speak for every first generation american but in my experience from my family and then like my friends families and stuff like that there's just a lot of toxicity that is normalized and just accepted in in the mexican community here like controlling Mm -hmm. like it's really common that that adults just because they're not married yet still have to come home to parents who treat them like children who have curfews for them who call them in the middle of a movie yelling at them because they didn't answer their phone
0: who can't yeah they can't sleep over at anyone's house
1: they aren't allowed to like have a few drinks at a party
0: yeah they're They're not allowed to have a boyfriend
1: so they're not allowed to
0: do anything but go to college
1: exactly and then if if you veer from that you're made to feel like a bad person the guilt is is their tool their number one tool
0: literally if you if you decide to have any type of free will and decide for yourself what you want and you're made to feel guilty about that it's so uh, disturbing how normal that is yes for hispanic families yeah it's so normal and i see it all the time and and even it just like blows my mind how much some of my friends or people that I see excuse their behavior. And the only reason I think it blows my mind is because something in me has made me be able to like let go of my own family in order to like support my needs and wants, which I just feel like I'm lucky enough to have been able to do that. You know, mm-hmm. not everyone, a lot of people rely on their parents. So like I get it, but it's just. From my perspective, from someone who has done it, it still just blows my mind that people are in that situation, you know? Um, and I feel sorry for them.
1: We And, like, I want to talk about that, feeling sorry for somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's actually not empathy. Feeling sorry for somebody is actually not empathy. It's sympathy, which automatically puts you higher than them. So you're, like, looking down at them like, I feel really bad for you. Empathy is saying... I can imagine how frustrating it is to be an adult who is hard working because we're all taught to be hard workers you know because our immigrant parents are hard workers so then you have all this independence too because there's a you're you're expected to do a lot when you're a kid if you have a lot of siblings you're expected to take care of them you know yeah but yet even though you're hard working have a full-time job and you know help around the house and do all that stuff And yet you're still treated like a child. You're still treated like you don't have a say in anything. And you're conditioned to believe that that's love. Yes. So it must be so frustrating to live that life. And really miserable to feel like you don't have control over your life. And you owe them something. And look, it is a cultural thing. People are probably happy living in in that dynamic. And that's great, you know. But for the people who aren't happy my heart breaks for them because I've been there and I know how suffocating it is, you know?
0: Yeah, sometimes I find myself being more critical than empathetic mm-hmm. and I kind of just set on my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's genuinely how I feel. I feel like, I feel sorry for you, but it's like, well, why do I feel that? Why do I, why is that the the way I would describe how mm-hmm. the situations? Like, I don't know and I kinda just have to sit on it and think about it. I give myself a lot of time to sit with my thoughts and understand why I feel things. But yeah, like, um sometimes I can be more critical and uh I try to live my life by reminding myself that everyone's doing their best. And that's never I've never not seen that, that like my friends and you know, are doing their best. It's just um for some reason my my opinion always it does sometimes go down to like something as simple as like, I feel sorry for you. It's like well it can't just be that like look at it deeper you know
1: yeah and it's hard to have empathy when no one had empathy for you growing up including me you know as your sister like I was really cruel to you Mm -hmm. and so I think it's important to recognize like we didn't really get that growing up you know so it is a muscle that we have to actively like work on
0: and yeah which for the most part we're really we always put ourselves in other people's shoes we really try to at least Mm -hmm. we try to but obviously there's always things that like we're gonna end up judging people for Mm -hmm. like everyone yeah like everyone does and
1: we're like dak says (laughs) i have to step over a bunch of asshole thoughts before i get to like an actual like compassionate (laughs)
0: empathetic not trauma response (laughs) Right,
1: responding without being triggered yeah I um, have to hop over a lot of asshole thoughts yeah um, you are not your thoughts you are your behavior you aren't even your behaviors but you have control over how you behave yeah just because your thoughts are telling you one thing doesn't mean you have to act on that
0: yep 100 that has to be that you can't change your opinion mm-hmm. you know i always that's why i sit on things because i'm like you know there's always something deeper there's always a if that's if i'm being critical there's always gonna there's always gonna be a better way for me to look at it You know, more compassionate way, Mm -hmm. a way where I'm reminding myself everyone is doing their best and that I would probably be doing the same exact thing if I were in their situation. Mm -hmm. I wanna make that very clear that that is something that has never missed me. It's just that I have felt like I was in that situation Mm -hmm. and I left. So I'm like, why aren't these people leaving? Mm -hmm. But it's like, I forget the differences in their situation from mine. Mm -hmm. And that's what I need to focus on to remind myself that, like, Not everyone is going to have it as easy as me. My life fell into place to where I did feel comfortable enough to cut my relationship with my mom because I just felt like she was literally, it got too much. Emotionally, I couldn't handle it anymore. The abuse, the neglect, I couldn't handle it. So something in my life landed me to where I could separate myself from her. Financially, that's the biggest point I think Mm -hmm. that keeps people in mm-hmm. with their families because it's hard to make it right now. Yeah. And I totally understand that. Yeah. So it's just, like, me reminding myself that, like, people have different circumstances, like, you know, so.
1: Yeah. And I think you're doing amazing. I think we're both, you know, just doing our best just like them and um, whatever. that um, Anyway, just kidding. Well, <laughs> like we're all sad. We're choice. rooting
0: for mm-hmm. all immigrant children, all kids of immigrants, like, I'm rooting for you. Like and you're gonna be okay. It is. And I feel like this is why I thought the reason I thought my voice mattered was this was part of it because no one talks about the immigrant experience, what what it leaves behind to the children born of immigrants, the real struggle, then it is so hard and I know what it's like. Like it's just it's just no one talks about it and it's a horrible thing like it can be really bad it can get yeah. really bad so that's why i thought it was so important for us to make this podcast in general mm-hmm. because who else is going to talk about it then mm-hmm. no one so we have to like it's not fair that immigrant children don't feel like they have someone to relate to like they can't relate to fucking becca whose biggest problem in her life is that her her dad won't pay for her trip to greece or something like mm-hmm. when you don't have generational wealth and you're in this family where you have to depend on each other like it just it's crazy to me no one talks about that
1: mm-hmm. it needs to be talked about more a thousand percent i'm glad that we brought it up and we're gonna keep talking about it Th- that is in our mission statement to talk about being first generation it's really important for me for anyone who is struggling with these things to know that they are valid you know and yes
0: your pain doesn't go unnoticed Mm -hmm. because we've experienced it i i feel you like Mm -hmm. if you're struggling don't don't downplay it don't have compassion for yourself understand that you are in a hard position and that's how you'll move forward and find the solution for what you want so you can really decide what's what you feel like is the best thing for yourself Mm
1: -hmm. and it's important because visibility first of all makes people feel not alone you know and it also helps people understand that it's not that there's something wrong with them. Because that's exactly what guilt is used for. To make you feel like something's wrong with you. Yeah. So, like, you shouldn't be upset that I don't let you sleep over at your friend's house. You shouldn't be upset that you have to raise your siblings. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be upset about that stuff, you know? When, and we're here to tell you that, actually, it is valid to be upset about those things and actually even though your parents loved you and sacrificed a lot of things for you you are still a human and a person who is worthy of having their own
0: the way they want it period and you
1: have the right to make decisions
0: for yourself you do know what's best for yourself and you're not crazy for wanting different from what your parents are telling you Mm -hmm. you're not crazy and there's nothing wrong with you and you shouldn't feel like the whole weight of your future should depend on what your parents want for you because they came and sacrificed everything. Mm -hmm. No, you get to decide the second they had you, you have free will. And if they can't accept that, then leave them. That's my personal advice, especially for someone who's going through it really hard. And like their parent really won't listen to them and is actually literally abusing them or neglecting them. Like leave. You are strong enough. You are, you deserve it. You deserve that freedom. You deserve to have peace. Um,
1: and you deserve to have boundaries with your parents. You, yes. You deserve to decide how far in their life they're allowed to come. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And you because you don't have to go as far as me. I mean, I mm-hmm. tried for a long time before I decided to cut my mom off completely. A long, long, long time. I gave her chance after chance until one day it just hit me. She's never, ever going to care enough about me to change. And so it doesn't have to be. To that extreme where you don't talk to them at all. But just know that if that is what you feel like you need, there should be no guilt in that. Because that is a consequence of their actions, you know? And you deserve happiness. You deserve peace. Mm -hmm. You deserve not to feel guilt Mm -hmm. every day. Or you deserve to not feel like the pressure of your future and the world and your parents' emotions and whatever they thought for you shouldn't be on your shoulders. Like, you deserve to have freedom from that. Mm-hmm. I felt guilty just because I wasn't I didn't college wasn't for me. I felt so guilty at the time when I was in school. and for what? Like it just shows how brainwashed I was since I was born that like this was the only way I was gonna be valued in the world and in my my mom's eyes mm-hmm. was if I went to college. And then she did express to me that like I could do whatever I wanted. She just wanted to m- me to have a plan and to have a future. But did she, uh, she never expressed that to me until I told her I didn't want to go to school. Until I explained to her how unhappy and literally depressed I was. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole life, like, she wanted to make sure that that was my priority. And it wasn't until I told her, like, how unhappy I was that she, like, said I could do whatever I wanted. But that doesn't mean she didn't brainwash me my whole life to think that that was the only way I was going to be successful. I mean, there was a reason I was so afraid to tell her, you know? But Yeah,
1: that was that was a constant thing growing up, like when you go to college you know and she or meant, or, she or went judging well. she went well yeah
0: but i just want to mention that she would also if if her friends kids didn't go to college she'd be like oh they're just working at a restaurant job and they they're just like there how there are forever. they yeah like how do they how does their parent not want better for them how did like so like it was microaggressions that like made us understand that like We're going to be, my mom's going to look at me like this if I don't do what she, if I don't go to college. Mm -hmm. And that's a really sad thing. Yeah. The conditional love coming in. Like,
1: That was my point by saying she meant well because, you know, a lot of immigrants feel like that is something that they were robbed of, a higher education. But even though she meant well, what she was doing is conditioning us to understand that if we wanted to be a good daughter we had to go to college yes if we wanted to be loved we had to go to college and i can't imagine that that's too different from other immigrant families and my heart goes out to you guys you know yeah i I am rooting for you i hope that this message does reach people who are going
0: through that right now because
1: like we're already dealing with so many things on this earth the ocean's on fire there's a pandemic etc
0: the minimum wage is the lowest it's ever been in comparison to like like everyone's poor Mm -hmm. there's no middle class
1: homelessness is rising yeah and then on top of that (laughs) on top of that your parents are like if you want me to love you Mm -hmm. you have to do this that you don't really like and Mm -hmm. don't really care for this is the only way you'll be successful sometimes it works out like it worked out for me but that that's like that's chance everybody has their own path you know yeah and they shouldn't be made to feel that they're unlovable because their path is different
0: yeah my heart really does go out to anyone who's in school right now um who is the child of an immigrant parent because who feels forced
1: who feels forced
0: yeah for who feels forced like me if you love
1: college and you're like great
0: oh yeah i was about to say like i hope that if you are in school that you it is what you want to do Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell you, like, if you're in school and you're it's not what you want to do that, like, I support you and I've been the happiest I've ever been never having to write an essay again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I am a creative girl. I'm a smart girl. I'm really smart. And the fact that I felt useless and dumb just because I wasn't as successful in college like my sister was, I felt like I was a human being who was unworthy of anything just because I couldn't succeed in college, just because I couldn't focus. Like, that's so sad to me. Um, (laughs) What? It was just a really hard time for me when I was in school because I really did feel useless Mm -hmm. because of how brainwashed we are. Yeah. To go to school and that, that's the only way you can be successful. And like, I really thought I was dumb and I'm a smart girl, I'm a go-getter, I'm really, Witty and skilled and capable, mm-hmm. so it just blows my mind that that was how I felt about myself at one point. And I just want to mention that like, if you feel like you're more creative of a person, you're gonna find very creative ways to make money. Like if you're if you if if you feel like you're smart in the streets, but like not in a, in other ways that we're brainwashed to think we should be, you're gonna you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Just trust me you all
1: you need to do is tune into your intuition and follow the path that is meant for you that's all yeah yeah that's all (laughs) shut down it's really hard to do easy it's really hard to do (laughs) but you don't have to go through all these like hoops of like college or or working for this corporate job or whatever like some people that is their purpose but that's that's the question you need to answer right what is Mm -hmm. my purpose
0: Yes. And the way you'll find out is if you shut off every other voice that has an opinion on your future and only listen to yours and what feels good for you right now. If you don't feel like school is for you, like like it's really damaging your mental health, then walk away mm-hmm. and maybe you'll go back. I have felt like I might go back one day, but for the time being right now, it's definitely not for me Mm -hmm. you know like decide what's good for you right now what feels good to you right now
1: i really like that i think that's a really good place to stop for this week because i really want to be intentional about our energy that we're putting out there and and that's what i want to put out there with this episode yeah like unconditional love i don't have to know you to love you nope because we're all worthy of love yeah and so i hope that this has helped somebody
0: yeah you just by existing you are worthy and you should feel worthy Mm -hmm. and you should feel empowered Mm -hmm. to do whatever you want i believe that everyone is capable of figuring out what they need in their future on their own you don't need anyone else's opinion not your parents not your sister not your grandparents no one not your cousins even if they're doing going down that path you know so yeah, I just, I have unconditional love for everyone listening right now.
1: Yes, and I want you to feel that, that love, and I want you to spread it around in this next week.
0: I want you guys to be more focused on what unconditional love means, mm-hmm. and in what areas you know it's definitely not there, mm-hmm. and just think about it, and mm-hmm. you're, you're okay, you're on the right path, you're, you know, so. Period. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen if you've made it this far.
1: And thank you for coming back even though we didn't have an episode last week.
0: Yes, I hope. It was entertaining. <laughs> um We spilled the tea. Yeah, we were gonna talk about something else, but don't worry guys. We're we like the to keep the flow natural for our mm-hmm. conversation, so we'll I'm sure we'll bring up something else. Oh it'll come next around. Yeah, yeah, it'll come around all righty okay thank you guys have a great week we love you bye